Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Paul and Lindsay here on this Monday afternoon. So a little late to the uh, talk about things on the ice. Best of three starts tomorrow. Best of three starts tonight. So tonight, it's Tampa and the Islanders. Nobody cares about that series. <laughs> well, it's the they, same thing that we're doing here, they, which is struggling right. to score goals. Right. They, will in the, they will in the next round, though, if it happens to be us. And the best of three starts tomorrow at the Fortress, of which they have released more tickets. So if you're looking to get in to a cooler building and out of the 100 and... Actually, it's only supposed to be like 101 tomorrow. I know. It's supposed to be very cool. Right. Very cold, chill. Cold front moving in. Yep. Uh, the Knights... Golden Knights and Montreal will start their best of three series because there is we can learn, we can learn nothing from the first four games, can we, Lindsay? It, it, it doesn't mean anything. We right? don't really need to learn anything because at least we're back to even, and that's what really truly matters. Because you know the, the Canadians stole Game Two on our ice, and uh, they kind of stole Game Three while we had the overall better effort. But thankfully, we were able to get that equalizer last night, and in a game where we had zero high danger chances zero yeah last night was bank robbery if you, yes. if we if they st- if they stole two and they stole three last night was we we rolled in with like mini coopers and and masks. all the flat tires right. what was the last time that we were held to four shots in one period yeah i saw that stat after one last night so it I was, like, was in the world in absolute dumpster fire on multiple levels last night but it doesn't matter because we walked out with a win on the back of not just a solid but a clutch performance from their netminder, Robin Leonard, in his second start in his playoff postseason. So um, that's a, that's a big-time moment for him, a huge confidence booster and very much palate cleanser considering what that first game was that we all know. It was game one against the Avs. He gave up seven goals. They weren't all his fault, blah, 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 blah. Does not matter because, first of all, the Avs are in the offseason. And second of all, Robin Leonard is really the main reason why the Golden Knights were able to win that game last night. He wasn't the one that scored the goals, but he kept them close enough to be able to uh, to mount that comeback at the end. So the question remains, where is the offense coming from? Where's the offense? Directly oh my God, my you notes. have like three pages of, of, oh, of notes because... This is just from today. It's, you know, where... It's, it's you know, buyer beware, budget, coupons, whatever it is. We'll take any goal where we can get them from at this point. Yes. But if we could get some help mm-hmm. in other places... I mean, again, there's something to be said about unsung heroes where, you know, Nick Watt goes home, you know, scores the biggest scores, goal of his career right, on scores, home ice, yeah, essentially, get, for gets him. Gets the goal there. And with his family and, there. Yeah, and that's the feel good. There's, the, the, that's, the biggest of feels. Yeah, the understandable feel good. But 
every television graphic, every promotion, every commercial will not show a Nick Waugh goal unless it's going to be for the Sports Illustrated DVD digital download of the 2020-2021 Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup season. Hmm. It'll show a picture of Mark Stone and Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah. And neither, and both of them were kind of invisible last night, if you ask me. I mean, Flurry was on the bench, so. Sure. And then Stone, man, I, I was looking, you know me, Paul, I'm not a huge stats person. I'm not a huge, like, heat maps. I just go off of what I see and what I feel because that's how I played the game and I can pretty much remember most things. But when I was looking and, and watching last night, I noticed, man, that top line that we dismantled the third line for to fortify with Alex Tuck sure is spending a lot of time in our defensive zone, isn't it? And when I looked at some of these heat maps, and if I read them correctly, that means that I, my gut was right because there was so many more chances going towards our goalie, towards our net than I've seen in a very long time, if ever. And a lot of that had to do with the ineffectivity of that first line with Alex Tuck up there. And maybe they got a a few pushes out of it in game three, but it is so glaringly apparent that Alex Tuck is not a center and that even by putting him with two of our top players up top isn't going to fake it till you make it, for lack of a better term. And so I'm glad that Pete DeBoer, starting that second period and in that third, said, let's cut our losses. Let's move him back down the third line. Let's put Nosek up in that top spot between Pacioretty and Stone. And let's at least get one, that, that third line where so much more is accomplishable right now than it is on that on that first line. Because it's one thing not to get scoring chances, Paul. It's another thing to play mostly exclusively in your defense event. And a lot, and it's crazy to think that it all kind of boils down to Chandler Stevenson, and it doesn't, it doesn't, because if it's a trickle-down thing, I mean, we, we learn that through economics, or at least some of us that were paying attention, that affects the entire lineup. But at the same time, it shouldn't be this, only this one guy is the, the true jigsaw puzzle fit to make everything go, because we have so much talent on that lineup, and that line looks so much better with Nosek on it. But they're still trying to piece together, like you said, that offense that, for some reason, is only really getting shots, those one-and-dones from the outside. It's crazy the looks that the Montreal Canadiens were able to get last night and the complete lack thereof for the Golden Knights. It is shocking to me that they were able to walk out with a win, but again... Goalies win series. Yeah, Leonard was Leonard was practically spectacular last night. I don't think there's very Multiple many other. Times I spectacular. Yeah, I don't think there's any other way you can put that. And you're right about that, Lindsay. When it comes to that night's offense, the shakeup that was made, Montreal has been very good in this series about making that adjustment. Mm-hmm. Uh, about get about closing the gaps, closing the distance between them and whoever is looking to take that one-timer from near the blue line. They're they're giving up a lot. Now, they're going to be paying for it, but... Yeah, if they I gotta, have 19 block right. shots, but also the, the Golden Knights are missing the net at a rate higher than we've seen this postseason. Right, too. so, you know, it, They're not doing themselves any favors, and they're playing against a shutdown defensive group, plus a good goalie. Right, we knew this was going to be a... I don't know if we knew this was going to be a tough series, but I don't yes. think anybody was going to underestimate Montreal based on how they got to this point. And, and just this, the, the, the grittiness that they put out there on the ice. Last night's game must have been an incredible disappointment uh, to the Canadians. I mean, it had to be because they... Similar to Game 3 was for Golden Knights, I'm sure. And I think even in their post-game uh, uh, availability, one of the players said, yeah, there's a little bit of a deflation here because when you play so well and for you to walk out with empty-handed, empty-handed 
that really just is the MO for, for playoff hockey and that necessity to never get too high and never get too low and to trust the process. Because if you look at it from a long-term view, if the, if the Canadians play hockey exactly like that and the Golden Knights play exactly how they did last night, nine times out of ten, the Canadians are going to win. But last night was that one. Just like how that, that one that Flurry uh, accidentally went through his feet on that, that puck gather behind the net happened to be the one that went in the front and ended up behind the goal line and then going overtime and losing it. Like there are these little tiny things that, that go in, in into feeding it. And I, I think if anything, you know, the Canadians have been discounted from before the playoffs had started. Nobody gave them a chance against Toronto. But I think once they got past Toronto, people were like, oh, it's just kind of a flash in the pan type of defensive performance. But clearly that's not so because Toronto is a very good offensively productive team. And so is ours. And if maybe if anything, that that sweep, that expedited series uh, against uh, a rendered toothless Jets team, maybe that's where that under that that uh, uh, that underdog mentality is coming from, or at least the lack of respect is coming from. That we just haven't seen this level of defensive play for this long of a of a period of time with the Canadians. Yeah, so let me ask you about that too because you know we are going to a best of 3. It's a 7 game series. We had a grinder with Minnesota to open up. We had a grinder with Colorado in the second series. At this point, I'm not sure how you question Pete DeBoer for making a change right now in goal. And I'm not saying change for like Leonard's going to run the table for the rest of the no. way, but we saw what happened in the bubble last year when we got in that Vancouver series where it was just like Whoever's just going to have enough gas in the tank is going to advance. Are we getting to that point right now? Because it is it is two out of three here, and no matter what, we have to go back to Montreal and take one there. It is if we're not stopping at the gas station. I think that's really where I, I feel like this team is burnt out. And it's burnt out because it's not getting the replenishing plays that it needs from scoring. Sure. And and. That's directly applicable to all of us in life, too, just like what we've gone through in the last year and a half. If you don't have any sort of positive reinforcement or something to look forward to, does it get easier or more difficult to do your job, which includes grinding in the corners, taking cross checks to the back and all the like it, it makes complete and total sense. And the longer that the Golden Knights go without a power play goal, without um reliant uh, pr- uh, production from their top six forwards. It is going to run into that situation that we saw in Vancouver, where you're just trying to hold on for dear life, trying to scrounge whatever very final dollop of toothpaste out of the, sorry, out of the tube sorry, you can get and, and hope that that's enough to get you through tonight. And, and we'll, we'll promise we'll go to the store in the morning. We promise we'll pick up our, all of the things that we need. But the thing is, is that the longer that they forget to go to Target or CVS to get that toothpaste, the less likely it is for them to call upon that almost empty tube of toothpaste that is their offense right now. Well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing Robin Leonard played the way he did last night. Yes, and certainly, you know, Mark Andre Fleury has been carrying the mail quite a bit for this team. Is it okay, in your eyes, for Robin to take another one here at home in Game Five? Mm-hmm. Just like how it's okay, Fleury is in the Nets for me tomorrow. I think this is a great problem to have if you're Pete DeBoer, and I'm glad that you said the the, the trust in DeBoer's feel for this team and, and knowing what exact buttons to push because a lot of the conversation today and tomorrow is going to be about who's starting in net. That's not the conversation we need to be having right now because I have full trust and capability of both of those guys playing well enough to get us a win. No, who's not 
the forwards, the power play, right. everything else, uh, the, the breakouts. Like we, There are so many other areas that need attention, that need improvement, that just have been completely dried up. And I think that's probably why Leonard is a little bit frustrated, too. I, I mean, retweet to be the person four out, at, at the rink four hours ahead of time because that's what you need to do to get ready, prepare yourself. Like, I live that life. I, I get that. But... They're playing at such a high level, and especially for him to get that vote of confidence and for the team to get that vote of confidence with him in that net. I don't care who's in the net tomorrow. What I care about is whether or not we can conjure up some offense that doesn't include a defenseman in it, that doesn't include all the way down to the wire in the third period because Carey Price has seen zero shots in front of his own net, and they've all been outside of the face-off dots. Or, you know, it, Gold Knights didn't even have that much offensive zone possession last night. We had trouble breaking out the puck. I mean, hell, even Alec Martinez a couple times last time, I'm like, what the hell is he doing out there? But this is where that cumulative effect, as I said, the trickle down of, well, if Stevenson's not out there, then we're going to double shift Petro. And if we're double shifting Petro, then that means in a couple shifts, we have to double shift Theodore. And then that gets mixed up because we have a penalty kill. And this go like, everybody is doing their absolute best and working their hardest. But there's... That le- that layer that you can dig a little bit deeper into that we always talk about that next level that needs to be found with this group that needs to be found with the guys that frequent that power play. Maybe it's DeBoer even taking it a step further and saying, "Hey, instead of st- setting up an umbrella, a space on umbrella, because we can't get shots through the power play, why don't we try and overload, put everybody on the same side, and actually make Montreal pick someone to cover because we have one more person out here on this ice than they they do. And for some reason, they always look like they're the ones actually on the physical advantage. Like, I hope that that is in this toolbox because you're going to need every single avenue to get this boulder moved out of the way of this offensive river. And all it takes is a nice little seam pass to Marshy on the on the power play for a one-timer or Wild Bill or, or gets, a, gets a breakaway and puts one away. But they're in that rut. They're in that spin cycle where they look busy, but they're not getting anything done. And so that either needs to be broken through there or you need to play better somewhere else on the ice that equips you to better attack the offensive area of the ice. Yeah, Habs, That's not goaltending. Yeah, Habs power play, or Habs, Habs penalty kill is, is super. I mean, it was, it was first real, overall before the series right. started. They make us look like we're in time. Right. They don't have to move. If you watch all of the, the tape back, they barely move. And Vegas is like, we're going to send these 30-foot passes. That's what, what's going to beat them. No, it's not. Because if it was, it would have already. Right. It'd be sick. They've also hit like four posts, too. Yeah. So let's not let's not discount that. But regardless, there is a much better hockey game on the horizon at the Golden Knights' fingertips if they show up with everything at their disposal. Starts tomorrow night. Doesn't Golden, need. Yeah. Best of three. It's all a best of three. Coming up next, apparently finger pointing is part of the process. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.